The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Nebraska Preps postgame with Damon Benning and Jacob Padilla. Yep, that's the big voice guy. That's Nebraska Preps postgame. That is JP, affectionately known by his government, Jacob Padilla. I'm ODB. He's call me Damon. I don't know. <laughs> As we welcome you in for another week. We had started a little bit of a series on, you know, kind of facilities and training and, and uh, taking a little break. While we catch up and, and let some guys get get back going uh, to their regular schedules, we'll get to Lincoln and a few other facilities. Uh, so don't fret. We'll make sure that we're equal opportunity information givers. Uh, but we figured this week we'd kind of recap, maybe preview a little bit, kind of what we think will happen on the summer circuit as you and I both firsthand experience uh, saw the recruit looks. <laughs> yep. uh, the. The opening uh, to the summer with the basketball tournament. Yep. Uh, this weekend officially kicked off the AU season for our local teams here. Um, uh, recruit like Omaha kind of using uh, the UBT, uh, the Mark, and Millard North's uh, gyms. So I, I was fortunate enough to hit up all three venues in my four games this weekend. So uh, that was fun. But We yeah. played at all four venues, so it kind of just took me there naturally, yeah. right? <laughs> I, 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 there's a couple I don't love. Yeah. Um. Only because it, you start to get longer, bigger bodies. It's tough yeah. Yeah. to play at the mark, especially on a little bit of a smaller court. And it's usually pretty warm in there, so oh, you worry about cramping. It was extremely warm. And, and the thing about it is, is um, I didn't even think about this real time, but you know, one of our coaches was talking to um, their OSA team and saying, hey, you know, the small court – playing to our strengths right yeah. we like to run and jump and <laughs> we're a little bit quicker and you play on a smaller court it, it was playing kind of right in to to the 15 U's wheelhouse a little bit but it got a little more real once we moved over to miller north and played on a little bit bigger court and better competition yeah. Yeah. uh but i i really liked the setup i thought yeah. it was smooth for the most part at all three facilities yeah and uh the we were just talking before we start here, but uh, the recruit look uh, their their tournaments. Uh, first, they they don't do any bracket play; it's all showcase games. So um, you just play four games and you're done. Um, it's kind of the luck of draw who who you get, and they try to match you up with somewhat similar teams. Sometimes it happens, sometimes it doesn't. Um, they play two 24 minute running clock halves. Uh, kids get six fouls. Uh, doesn't stop until the last ninety seconds of the game. Yeah. Half times ninety seconds. <laughs> overtimes forty five seconds. Uh, it's all single bonus at seven. So certainly some interesting rules. Oh, all free throws are one for two or three. Um, uh, hey, you th- know that, that's that, funny. You say yeah. that 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 came into effect in multiple oh, yeah. games. The one for two and the two for three was huge. And I stress that to my guys in practice this week. Like that. We got one shot. You step up to that line. We've got to be able to hit them this week. We didn't really do that super great, but uh, fortunately, it, it didn't cost us. Um, but yeah, so it's 
interesting uh, kind of rules to get get started with, but uh, uh, it's a fun tournament for sure. Yeah, so kind of some takeaways, at least generally speaking. I was I was saying to you kind of off air, seven, eight, nine years ago, I never would have thought <laughs> yeah. that some of the elite level programs would come over from Iowa, you know, Kingdom Hoops, the Barnstormers, um, even Martin Brothers, yeah. right? And not have a fair amount of success. I, I don't know if that speaks to the level of play that's happened in Nebraska, them being on the rise, but I felt like some of those elite-level programs really took it on the chin on a multitude of levels this weekend. Yeah, and we had a handful of teams go 4-0 um, at various different levels uh, from Nebraska, and they brought in some teams from Utah. Um, yeah, Congo. And and, and uh, Salt Lake, yeah. um, Salt Lake Rebels. Um, so, and so it kind of brought in some different talent, uh, but yeah, the saw firsthand, uh, the 15s, they were up what 50 something to 20 something halftime on the barnstormers. Yeah. Well, I tell you on the first night on the first time out, uh, it was 17, nothing. Yeah. And, uh, that was against kingdom yeah. hoops. And that's a, that was a good basketball program. It's a yeah. good basketball team. And I was just thinking to myself, either these guys are really, really good which the 15s may very well be, or it's they've kind of come back to the pack. Maybe it's a little bit of both, but um, I, I just – it's just strange what's <laughs> happened over the last, like I said, handful of years with the evolution of basketball in the state of Nebraska. Yeah, and I didn't get to see Beyond Ball um, or all Iowa Tech, their top teams. Um, so didn't get to see all the Iowa teams necessarily, but yeah, it's it's impressive. Uh, we talked about that. that's why we're doing this series. <laughs> Nebraska's getting better, and we've got more depth too. Yeah, that's, that's the thing. The, thing. the, the top end talent that's gonna that's kind of be the luck of the draw. You're gonna have um, guys like Hunter Salas and Jason Green um, and, and guys like this. This kind of in Isaac Trout, I was in guys like that and Chucky Hepburn. <laughs> I want to leave everybody out, but uh, you know I'm talking about it's, it's kind of special players that come up every once in a while. That's not something that you can really count on, but it's the depth that the teams are lower down. Like, heck, I don't know if you want to get started with a uh, 17 level, yeah, but just well looking at um, OSA Beck, um, saw them. They're technically the fourth team. Um, you got Adidas, uh, OSA Freeman, OSA Burt, OSA Beck. So they're technically the fourth team in that hierarchy, but you. You look at them compared to the other two national teams. It's a, um, it's a toss up. And it happened last summer, too, where they all beat each other. Um, and. Beck's team went four and zero, and they not, they finished the weekend knocking off uh, Powerhouse Hoops Queen, which is the team with a bunch of unsigned seniors. Um, and they led most of the way in that game. They controlled that action uh, and played a really good game. The guy I was most impressed this weekend was David Harmon at, at Miller North. Yep. He's a kid that I, I helped coach in eighth grade in junior Mustangs. He was on the B team at mm -hmm. that point, and to see the improvement that he's made over the last three four years. It, it, it's incredible, and he's going to play a big role for Miller North next year with everything that they graduated. And you could just tell how hard he's worked on his game, right? And he's been patient, yeah. right? He hasn't, at least as I can see it, being at Miller North as much as I am, there's no pouting, yeah. no sulking. He kind of understands his role, and, and he could have his day. You pair him with, a, you know, a Jason Green next year, and, 
and you get some of the young guys to maybe step up, and 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 Miller North may have something. And, and that's the thing, like they, you watch him play, like you watch him play during the summer, like he <laughs> he is not shy at all. He's gonna nice cut it loose. He's gonna he's gonna go. He's gonna go for the step back three. He's gonna go for the dunks. Like he 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 goes all out, throws it all out there. But like you said, for Miller North, he came in and played his role this past year and earned that kind of. That, that seventh man role, that first guard off the bench where he came in, give him defensive minutes, uh, spelled some of the guys at the end of, at the, end of the um, quarters, get him quick break there. And um, he, he did his role. He, I mean, didn't, didn't score a ton. Nick, Nick Dolezal is kind of the same thing, and he's also not, on that OSA good, another team. Good, another good player. So those are the two guys that were kind of those, those junior bench guys um, this year from Miller North that um going to have a chance to, to play quite a bit for them next year. And that I think that playing together this summer and uh, have a chance to, to win a lot of games together, I think. Obviously, with two shoe circuit teams here uh, in the area, speaks volumes to kind of the depth that you're talking about. I felt like across the board for the 17s, the caliber of play was pretty high. Yeah. And I, I guess real quick off the bat, we should probably just run through. So OSA's uh, teams, Factory Gold teams, Hoffman's, uh, and Powerhouse were all up here in Omaha. Um, all the Supreme teams were down in Lincoln at the Prep Hoops tournament there. So we didn't get a chance to see either of them kind of was paying attention to scores and, and yeah, clips you try and to stuff do the best you can, can online. But, but obviously we were up here all weekend. A lot so of Chandler Meeks references. Jay Dawson, Isaac Trout. I, yeah. I'm like, oh, it's trending on my timeline. Yeah. These guys must be playing pretty well. So, but yeah, I mean, so. Um, Beck's team went 4-0. Uh, Adidas 17s went 4-0. Uh, Powerhouse, um, their 17s, uh, Skierka team, um, they went 4-0. Um, I, I think Hoffman's um, 17s, I think, went 3-1. and So um, uh, Bert, uh, Bert's, OSA Bert, went 3-1. and So it had, had a lot of success. Freeman, feel bad for OSA Freeman's team. He was down to six guys by yep. the end of the weekend. Um, came in with three guys that were injured. Um, and then Logan Wilson, who is having a really great weekend. Uh, he's got a chance to be a yeah. really good player from Omaha West. Side. Locking four or five shots a game. He looks like he's been in the weight room. He's really filled out from where he was a year ago. Um, this play only had 10 points, five boards, four blocks in the game that I saw for them early in the weekend um, and suffered a pretty tough ankle injury and was in a boot um, yesterday. So he's going to be out for a while. Hopefully they get a few of those guys that aren't necessarily um, long-term injuries back moving forward. Cause that's going to be, you get Dane Peterson was out injured, Evan Inselman out injured, Chase Holtman out injured, and now Logan. Um, you combine them with some of those other guys. They have a chance to be a pretty good team too, if they can get healthy. Yeah. It's interesting. Uh, Westside's going to have some decisions to make, right? He's, he's probably got seven, eight guys that, you know, that all want to start and have some, some valuable minutes and, and uh, just, you know, there's only five guys out there at a time. And and Logan presents an interesting dilemma because he's so good defensively. Yeah. And his offensive evolution is, is, is happening right before our very eyes. He's become a pretty good knockdown shooter. Uh, he's a tremendous rebounder. He's very good on the weak side, really good help defense. And, and he, he gives them a lot of versatility. I I was – as we, we jump over to the to the 16s real quick, actually the 17s, let me stay right there yeah. with the 17s just for a sec, because I think they surprised me a little bit. I wondered what was going to happen with the guard spot, with the distribution, and and kind of making sure everybody's involved and yeah. in, in, in doing their thing. And I was I came away pretty impressed with the, with the 17s. I think of the three, if you're talking on the gauntlet of the 17s, the 16s, and the 15s from OSA, I think the 17s probably came in with the most questions. Yeah, and uh, 
because they had a lot of, obviously they had to kind of make some moves here, figure out some roster. They had some new pieces. One of them, Ruit Bijek, didn't play this weekend. Um, they brought in DeVars Whitaker from Sioux City East. Um, brought in Jalen uh, Spears as a guy looking to uh, potentially reclassify. I'm not quite sure what his plan is for next year, but um, senior at Bryan. Um, you got brought in Gil Jengmer from Grand Island Central Catholic. So th- they good, had a good athlete. Yeah. Still working on the basketball portion. With, and, good athlete. And, man, the progress he's made from a year ago, oh, yeah. like seeing him play last summer to where he is now and throughout the high school season. Um, that was a good addition to give him some much-needed Yeah, We have to but, scrimmage those guys kind of on a round robin yeah. so we see them, you know, yeah. quite a bit. Just the the growth has happened quickly. Coach Monster, yeah. he's done a good job with them. Yeah, and – Whitaker just athletic as heck. Like he, hard, I, I hard to stay in front of. I don't even know if he's six feet tall, but man, he can get up and throw it down. <laughs> that is one him, uh, Denaire Dempsey and Jalen Spears all threw down some ridiculous dunks in, in one of the games that I, I think it's Team RWA. And I saw I think their first game where they struggled. Um, they were down at halftime and then came back and um, pulled out a close one. And they weren't shooting the ball well at all. There weren't a ton of guys that were making great plays. Where they were at the end of the weekend, they were, they played so much better together and kind of st- seemed like they had started to figure some things out. And I didn't get to see them play against the all-Arkansas uh, team that um, had the um, top uh, whatever 75 recruit, yeah. 6'10 kid. Um, I didn't get to see that game. That was probably their best, I, I would say, probably the best competition. Um, so I didn't get to see how they did in that game, but the one, man, Josh Dix is still, he's, he's the best player on that team. I think it's really good. Continues to prove it. He's just steady throughout. He had 17 points, 13 boards in that first game. Um, like 13 and seven in the second game where they were much more balanced because it, nobody needed to take over. He's such a good finisher, um, and with the, either hand. He's a, he's efficient, yeah. right? He'll get you 16, 17 points and he may only need 10 or 11 shots. Yeah. And, and I mean that's that's kind of the way that you you want it to be. He's very unassuming with his with his demeanor, yeah. and even his game isn't overly spectacular in any one de- yeah. facet. But you're right. If I had to pick one, I would probably say inside of four feet, you give him a look right. at it. He's finishing. Yeah, and he just does not leave those on the table. Yeah, and I I talked to a coach this weekend, and I, I think depending on how the live periods go and um, who all gets to see him, he's going to have a chance to get some high major offers, I think. I think he's right there on the borderline right now. He's only sitting on kind of the low to mid-major offers right now coming off of last summer and pre- before that. Um, but he's got a chance, uh, if he pl- plays well this year, to, to, to really boost it, his stock and give himself some more options. Another one of those, those really, really good players that are fantastic kids as well. Yeah. Oh, for Re- sure. Really solid Really solid guy. If we jump over to the 16s a little bit, I kind of some uh, some ups and downs <laughs> with that bunch. They got off to the really good start, feeling yeah. pretty good, and then uh, the old <laughs> one for two, two for three free throws started to creep up on them down the stretch. That and I think the key with this team, and we kind of saw it all last year, but it was tough because it was so um, j- disjointed with all the injuries. They had guys coming in and out. They're down to six guys at one point. They had to pull somebody up from national one team, um, just to have enough bodies at one point. Like last summer was tough, but this year, like looking at the roster, it's a really solid roster. I think they probably got the five best players in the class in, in Nebraska. Um, and then you had price Sanford to that group too. Um, yeah. Sanford was, he's, he's got a chance to be the tie of the binds. Yeah. And so the question is like, 
the, the key for that team is going to be like, all right, all six of you guys, you don't have to be the best player on every single play. It's okay to make the extra pass, cut away, and let somebody else make a play. And I think that's kind of um, just, I didn't get to see the Barnstormers game, but talking to um, coaches there, it kind of seemed like th- that's what they got trapped into trying got, to do got too a little, much. Got a little sticky. And I went and watched them play against uh, Colorado Hawks with Bay Fall, um, five-star, top 10 was, kid in 2023. Yeah, one, supposed to be one of the best <laughs> in the country. Um, and they ran, they ran them out of the gym. And it was 62-27 at halftime. Yeah. Uh, it was absurd. They they were shooting the lights out. And they, and they the felt half. good about themselves yeah. after that game, right? That's the kind of the ups and down I was yeah. talking about because I think at that point it put them either at two and zero, yeah, coming off a good win, and you're thinking, oh, okay. And so many of those threes, drive, kick, wide open looks, and they knocked them down. And that's key. The other thing, um, and they were able to regroup and finish off the weekend um, against Mentality uh, Gold KC um, and had a few guys play well in that one too. I, I wasn't able to stay for the whole thing because I had to coach right afterward. But, um, man, Josiah Dotzler. <laughs> he, in that, uh, he had 19 of their first 24 against Colorado Hawks. Had 22 at halftime and then finished with 28 because they didn't really need him to score. He had, I think he had three or four and ones in that Colorado Hawks game. Uh, Missed the free throws on all but the last one, but um, hit a couple of threes. Um, like his his ability to change speeds and explode to the rim, the acceleration, and then the control to take contact and finish to sneak past a shot blocker and still get the ball in. That's how you get those and ones where oh, I'm gonna go block this, and suddenly nope, he's laying it in, and you're hitting the arm. Um, like his physical development over the last year, he's just a completely different player, and I'm excited to see these next two years at Bell West, kind of what it looks like with him getting a chance to kind of run that show now as opposed to being kind of Chucky's, uh, one of his sidekicks. And it's going to be interesting because I think he's one of those guys that we were talking about earlier that if he's okay with the role, he doesn't always have to be the guy. Sometimes he's got to be a, a facilitator, a distributor for that bunch too. I mean, when you have a Clemens, you have a Sandiford, you have a Connor Milliken, um, you've got options, right? And 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 I think sometimes him, his feel for playing with other good players will be the next stage in terms yeah. of his development as the primary ball handler. Yep, and um, ho- hopefully with some of the pieces I'll put around him in Bell West, they're going to have some shooters obviously around him. They always do, but um, he'll y- have a chance to kind of develop that part of his game now with the ball more in his hands where you kind of, all right, now I need to go score. Now I need to k- kind of get some of these other guys involved. Um, whereas it seemed like kind of playing off the ball, it's like, all right, I'm catching here. I got an opportunity. I'm going to go score. Um, so I, again, I'm looking forward to seeing his development. I, I think Brendan Clemens was a huge addition for that team. And he's, he's not going to put score a ton of points. He's not going to put up a, a lot of big numbers, but the way he was battling with fall, uh, and the other big guy on the Colorado Hawks, um, defensively, um, holding his own in the paint, just pushing him off the block, rebounding, protecting the rim. Um, he's such a good athlete, good size. I think the offense is going to continue to develop. And they'll kind of figure out ways to to get him the ball in the right spots. But I think, I think he's really just getting started. Yeah. I think from a basketball IQ standpoint, he's kind of like a kid in a candy store. And, and Coach King is like got a blank slate, and he looks this weekend. I felt like, and we've practiced against him, so I had a a sneak peek. Yeah, he looks a lot more like a traditional four than maybe at any point that I had seen him. He's was playing closer to the basket. He was good in the post. He's very good with the rim protection. 
really good rebounder. Like, he seemed to be really comfortable with his spots on the floor with this team. Like, I completely agree with you because sometimes, listen, people fall in love with, you know, points and, and, you know, five of eight could be a couple of leaky runouts and layups and loose balls and you're not playing a good team. So you're right. Like, it's his his value isn't always in scoring, but what he's going to do for that team, he may be the best addition that any of the units have had given what that particular team uh, needs. Because last year you had Maul Jall playing the five for that team right. starting there. And how tall is Maul? <laughs> he's not 6'7". No. So uh, he did his best, but like he was uh, bad on some bigger guys all, all summer long. So just for, like you said, what they needed. Yeah, the big really, hole. really good addition for them because I think he's going to fit right in. And I watched kind of, you know me, I'm a big interactions guy and how guys are going to get along because we have a lot of good players. Getting along is pretty important. And uh, I just kind of watched him, and I, the 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 kids that they've taken really well to him, and I I, I think he's going to be a good addition for them. Yeah, a really good addition. And what can you say about Sanford? Yeah, <laughs> but man, I got to uh, got to give uh, King a hard time. Like they hadn't dropped that Barnstormers game, our OSA the sixteens teams would have swept the competition. <laughs> National one got it done four zero. My team uh, got it done four zero. Um, I. Pretty good group here we got at the, the 16s level. And I got to see uh, uh, National Lindbergh, so the National 1 team, play a, a couple of times. And, um, man, Alec Noonan is a kid. Last summer. Um, Talk about underappreciated. Yeah. He gets overshadowed by his brother on the gridiron. Field, but really he, good basketball player. And, so and Alec, that's, it, that's his sport, right? Yeah. He's out there playing football just because yeah. basketball is his moneymaker. And so I um, – Practiced with those guys all last summer. Um, was on the around the team a lot, and um, Alka was a good player last year. I don't think he was one of the best players on that mm-hmm. team, but going from where he was on the summer to being the guy that earned a varsity jersey um, out of a really good sophomore class, he was one guy that was up there um, playing quite a bit um, um, and getting a chance to experience the varsity level a little bit. Um, and then now where he's coming in this summer, and he's uh, double digits both those games, efficient. Um, he's always been good at getting downhill, working that baseline and finishing. Now he's shooting the ball at a higher rate. Um, I, I was really impressed with his development. Um, and then Jackson Moore Swan is a kid that I'm um, really high on. Kind of really flying under summer. the radar, ramping up slowly. He just ramping does so up. many things. He can get downhill, drive and kick game all day long. He got a bunch of guys open threes uh, in, in their last game. Um, really good finisher, and he can shoot as well. Um, so that's a really solid national one team. And um, I, I was impressed by what I saw from them this weekend. <laughs> going to have to step in and coach them a little bit uh, this weekend. So going to pull double duty at our next tournament. Um, so looking forward to that. That'll be fun. But uh, one through 10, they're just, they got so many guys that are just solid basketball players. Those twins and, and Maverick and Alec, I asked Danny when, you know, Elkhorn South was playing Westside. And I said, oh, gosh, you know, how'd you guys kind of divvy it up? And. I'm always curious about how parents do that, right? And he says, you know, it hasn't really been that hard. One likes one sport a lot more than he likes yeah. the other, and the other likes the other. He's, it's just kind of naturally separated itself. Yeah. And I go, gosh, <laughs> must be nice, yeah. right, to have two really good players that, yeah. at, that like different sports, and there's just there's no conflict, man. And when you're twins, sometimes yeah. you get compared to the other, but with each of the Noonans finding their niche in their respective sports – Seems to be just fine. Yeah. And I guess 
touch on my team real quick. Just knock it out there. Uh, I, I'm, yeah, humble brag. Yeah, here we go. Uh, but I, I, I really love this team, man. These guys are so much fun to coach. And I had, I got seven back for my team from last summer. We went twenty-two and six during the kind of abbreviated one. Uh, I think four tournaments. Mm-hmm. Um, and man, these kids. They, they just work so hard and they play so well together. And that's ultimately all, that's always what you want as a coach, that kids that are doing the right things yep. and trying to do it together. And, and that's what I've got on my hands. And um, kind of shout out to my guy, Car- Carter Templemeyer, um, another 75 points in four games this weekend, uh, efficient, um, shooting well from three, making some some tough finishes. And Zach Grandjeanette is a kid I picked up um, this summer from Millard North or from Millard West, yes. and uh, got a little bit of varsity time this uh, year. Uh, played a lot of JV and uh, came out and shot nine for twenty from three this weekend for me. Um, so uh, he, he's a kid that can really catch fire. So add me a little, uh, added a little bit more firepower to my team this summer, and I'm really look, uh, looking forward to seeing what we can do this year. And then the the fifteens, and I guess if you had to say the seventeens, the sixteens, and the fifteens, if you're going to look at competitive balance across the state the biggest disparity in your opinion probably happens at the 15s uh i think so i i think uh your your team uh they're they're pretty solid (laughs) uh man it's it's hard to kind of tell right because there's a lot of good players that are still out there the the, you know the pokorskis the gaichis the uh there's there's a lot of there's a lot of good players and so it's hard for me to to think, okay, but it just seems like when I watch them play, and then I look at the 17s based on the, the amount of competition available, yeah. I look at the 16s and the amount of competition available, it seems to be a lot more balance. 15s, yeah. if it's top-heavy, a lot of those kids are on one team. Yeah, and you you guys didn't even really get challenged um, this year. Hopefully at some point get to see Supreme, because like you said, Pokorsi over there, Jacob Arope, uh, Elijah Gaith, like they've got some really good players on that team. Um, and some, some guys that got some varsity experience as freshmen as well. It's yeah. like a lot of the guys on, on uh, the OSA team. So I saw, saw Pekorski the other day. He's got such good size. I, I don't know how much more he's going to grow, but yes, yeah. he looks the part right now. Good feel, good skill, um, just knows how to play basketball. And um, I, thought the Mar- I thought Martin Brothers was a good basketball team. A couple of real explosive players. Um, really had to make some some really good in game adjustments. Um, but I guess I mean we'll see. You know we're in Atlanta in two weeks, and <laughs> yep. uh, you know we'll see where they stack up nationally. But I, I think competitively, that's it's a good group. And you got some. Um, obviously it's real top heavy, but the, the national teams are pretty solid, and they yeah. had a good weekend too. You've got a lot of guys that. On that national one team, Crouch is coaching that played at the top level through middle school that you guys had some battles with, and um, I saw them play um, well, over, over I, in the weekend. I really like that bunch, right? It likable group. Yeah. Um, you know, they watched a lot of the games, like overlapping. We see them a good portion at practice. They they have a lot of kids like yeah. you know Joy. V- There's just a well, lot of guys that I'm personal fans of, right? Yeah, like, and, like a guy like Joy Veith. And they added Alec Wilkins to that group, so you got Alec Wilkins, Joy Veith, Wes Frost, three guys that played a lot of basketball at Gretna <laughs> always, this year. I'm always <laughs> giving Frost depth. He's so quiet. Yeah. I think I drive him crazy, you know. Yeah. But I'm like Wes, you know. But it's a it's a it's a that's a good solid group, especially with you know Marquise Tolliver. And well, uh, yeah, and 
he, he didn't even play in the game that no. I got to see. Well, he's too busy um, he getting there. track scholarships. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's getting offers from Iowa State as a freshman. Dang. Uh, but Dale Ron Thomas, Marquise mm-hmm. out there, stepped up. He took over in the second half of their, uh, their first game um, that I was watching. And he had Qu- quietly. Yeah. Downhill got, to the got, rim. Got a lot of game. And he does not lack confidence. He's very smooth. He's a really good shooter. He's one of the few that are good off the bounce and can catch and shoot. He's uh, he's one of the better kept secrets in my opinion in this class. So, and that's Omaha North, who started this year as a freshman. Um, again, gained a lot of experience for them, and will play a big role over the next three years. Um, I guess got uh, some po- got some poise to him too. Yeah. Um, what do you think about the way that Will Cooper fits in? Obviously, you got uh, you got a, a group, a few OSA kids. You got a few of the TNE kids, and then you picked up. Uh, a couple additions here and there with a Ricky Loft uh, and a Will Cooper. I thought Will looked really good against the Barnstormers. Yeah, he's really um, – the, th- the, the thing that I like about Will is, um, number one, he and Caleb have played together forever, right? Uh, they, I wouldn't say forever, but went to the same middle school. Um, they have a really good feel for one another, and I think he's such a good shooter that when you play with those guards – um, you can they can get to any spot on the floor, and and Will's IQ is is really high. He can slide into open spots. I, you know, just yesterday against Martin Brothers, he and Caleb they played a nice two man game for about three or four minutes that really allowed Will to accentuate his strengths. Where, you know, if it wasn't pick and pop, it was pick and roll. If Caleb would use the ball screen, and then it was drive and kick, and you get the monsters and the Jaden Jacksons and. Um, those guys, they just really can shoot the ball. I, I like Marcus Glock, kind of his his evolution. Um, you let CJ and, and and Caleb really guard in the backcourt. It's 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 a headache. And and Will is a guy that doesn't need volume, yeah. right? Like he's a, he's an efficient scorer. He twelve shots, you know, and he's he'll you'll look up and he's got sixteen seventeen points. Right? It's he is. He's been a. He's been a nice addition. And obviously, we knew he could shoot. I thought he finished pretty well inside, and he that's, protected that's, the that's rim the a little thing. bit. So there's two, right? Yeah. So the if they want to go where this team wants to go yeah. nationally, he's got to be able to clean the glass and finish around the rim, yeah. right? Because you're not always going to shoot it well. Yep. So sometimes you have to be able to go get something easy. And at he's the, the tallest on the team, you know. So. And his in his personality, he's so unassuming. Yeah. Right. It's he's really unassuming, but. His evolution has has been fun to watch, and we know he can he can he can really shoot the rock. So yeah, that's so that's the that fifteen U team. It just so many pieces fit so well together, and you would think play off of each other well. The way their pressure allow you to get yeah, out the guard. court, you got guards that can get downhill and kick out to those three point shooters, and then the way Alvin coaches them up, um, you're going to get max effort for all forty well forty eight minutes, I guess those, this weekend. Those first two three games, they get so many easy runouts. Yeah. Or good open looks. It's just, they just make the game, they just have good feel. The practices are really high intensity, though. Yeah. You know, he'll go shell drill for 18, 19 minutes. Yeah. And it's just like, you you have to be fit, and you have to be willing to guard. If you're not either one of those, <laughs> it's it's tough sled. No doubt. Tough yeah. sled. Well, that, that's a quick recap. We went 17, 16s, and 15s. We'll be back next week. We'd like to go round robin. We may talk a little Lincoln and see what they've got coming. As you know what, it is uh, quietly become a pretty good basketball city. They were playing a little bit catch-up. Yeah. 
Uh, but they got some. They got some. They got a nice game plan going. They have some good individual training, and they don't want to take a back seat. We'll try to get to that next week if the schedules line up. That's my man Jacob Padilla. I'm ODB. This is Nebraska Preps post game. We'll be back next week. A Huda Media Production.